standing up in McKinney. This is According to Callus, episode 568, coming to you on the 18th of January, the year of our Lord, 2024. Today's episode is What Just Happened? Uh, I will fill you in when we get there, but until we're ready, let me remind you the best way you can continue to help me grow the show and make a difference right here in Collin County, Texas is like, share, subscribe, and follow this program. Join me on the uh, social media of your choice. I have a page and a group over on Facebook, according to Callus, and I drop in over at Gab and MeWe, also according to Callus. And most of my content is still up at YouTube. So do me a solid. If you're feeling particularly happy or motivated by what you've heard, rate and or review this program. Every little bit helps. Tell your friends I'm here. We're going to keep doing what we're doing, trying to get the word out, trying to provide a resistance because it's not futile. Here we go on with the program. All right. So I got to say some of this is a little inside baseball, if you will. Right. It's a little uh, tedious. Perhaps Um, it requires far more detail than most of my listeners want to know. As a matter of fact, I'm not entirely certain that I really even want to do this episode, but I just don't know what else to do. The, the result of what's gone on is dumbfounding, astounding, and just downright disappointing all at the same time. Well, I'm not going to get into all the nitty gritty details because quite frankly, you don't want to know. You'd rather not know. Uh, but, but it's just the latest of the party follies. I I liken this to the idea of doing everything you can to assure your failure. Now, perhaps I'm being a bit melancholy. I'm being a, a, a bit negative, right? Chewing on a black pill, whatever you want to call it. But this is, this is the astounding thing to me. I belong to the Republican party. I am in Collin County. We are one of the most wealthy, organized, built up counties in the state of Texas. We are pretty beat red still. uh, And we should be able to be racking up major accomplishments. But something's wrong. Something's terribly wrong. I don't know that I can quite put my finger on what the, the cause of failure is. I will freely admit that there's probably more than one issue here, but the purposes of this discussion, this episode is quite frankly, to hopefully bring attention to the idea that you cannot kite your nose off to spite your face and expect to be able to function normally. So, You've got competing factions, as with any organization. You've got different ideals, different goals, different expectations. Now, I have never been an Uber party uh, loyalist. I've never been all in, right? I, I, I do my best. I check my ego. I check my personal preferences at the door. We do what's practical what's principled, and what benefits the party. And sometimes that means we do nothing. Sometimes that means that we 
gamble, right? We, we roll the dice. What's going to give us the best in- outcome here? You never really know until you do it. But when you take an action, you need to find out what the reaction is and what the result is before you take that same action again. Now, I'm trying really hard to tone it down. I, I want to remain somewhat objective, somewhat even keeled here. I, I don't want to just blast away. I mean, that's the easy thing to do, right? Show up, call people names, beat them up, blast them into oblivion and move on. But here's the thing. I'm going to have to work with the majority of these people going forward at any given time. And, and I don't want to create enemies where I don't have them. I, I don't want to start another fight where one doesn't exist. But I got to tell you, we are in a bad situation. Now, how we got here, I don't know. I imagine most of that predates me, and I've been around for at least 10, 12 years at this point. I I would imagine the seeds of our failure are disillusion, whatever, have always been present. And there are many fingers that are pointing. And, and, you know, most often we do the circular firing squad, right? We all decide to blame the other person and shoot at each other and not accomplish anything. And quite frankly, leave a mess behind. So I, I try really hard to avoid getting caught up in the middle of this. I, I try really hard to not be a part of what's unfolding. Last night, I kind of broke with that convention. I I tried to call it out for what it was. I I tried to paint everybody a picture of what it was they were doing before it was too late. Sadly, I think I failed. I really do. So now let me color you a picture maybe abstract, if you will, right? A little pointillism. I'm not going to give you all the fine details. I know if you're listening to me outside of Collin County, you probably don't care. But I would imagine if it's happening here, it's happening in other parts of Texas and other parts of this country. I believe there's multi-factions within the Republican Party. There's multi-flavors of what would be considered conservatism. I believe we're supposed to coexist and work together for the greater good. Unfortunately, this certain group of our party continuously sells us out and puts us in compromising positions to where we compromise and lose even more territory. I'll grant you all of that. But when you have an opportunity to be successful, when you have an opportunity to take a step forward, When you have an opportunity to impact a larger situation, you need to act. When you're set up to try and build out an operation to accomplish certain goals and you fail to meet those goals, when you, when you fail to deliver on that, rather than make excuses, rather than blame a bunch of other people, you need to have an honest conversation of what did we do wrong here? How do we go from being dominant (laughs) to 
winning the scraps. And when you do that, you need to consider what do we need to do to improve it? How can we do better? So ultimately everything boils down to, and I hate to admit it, but everything boils down to is operating funds, your currency. Now there's more than one currency, right? There's political currency, there's social currency, then there's actual currency currency. And how do you use it? What do you invest in it? And what's going to give you an outcome or a return on your investment? And it seems to me that, and I, and I've said this publicly, I've said it privately many, many times. There's a large portion of people that seem to believe that because they think it, because they deem it so that it must be so that they believe that they know better, they can do better. And we just need to bow to their wishes. Now, to an extent, right, to the idea that I knew better, that I had better ideas or newer ideas that had never been tried before, I can relate to that. 10, 12 years ago, when I got re-involved in the political world, right, I was right there. I got it. I'm like, you know what? We really need to be doing this, this, and this. This is stupid. This is foolish. We, we shouldn't be wasting time on these things. And to an extent, there's truth in that. But there's also the reality that I might reflect the views of 10% of the party, which realistically is probably 3% of the population, the whole. So I need to look at myself and say, Stephen, what are things that I agree with the vast majority of people on that we can actually accomplish? What are positive outcomes that we can obtain or push for? that everybody, or at least the vast majority of everybody, benefits on so that we can build on that success. And what are some of the things that maybe are important to you personally that just aren't ready to be worked on or dealt with at this time? So you work on prioritizing them. You you work on the idea of what's doable and what's not doable. Well, to some extent, all that got thrown out the door. Last night, we decided that apparently, apparently 20 people know what's best, or maybe it's 15 or maybe it's 25. It doesn't really matter, but a small group of people, they know what's best. And it's only because other people didn't do the things they told them they needed to do that we had failure. The argument was that we were six and 17. I think more appropriately, it would be four, 17 and two. That is not a winning record. That's not even close to a winning record. In fact, that's a disastrous record. And you have to be willing to say, what did we do wrong here? Now, I've always been very generous. I've always been open on the idea that I have no doubt that we picked the most conservative candidate. That we we picked the candidate that best reflected the membership of the committee that picked them. But is that what you need to have in order to win the district? Is that what you need to have in order to win that municipal race? Is that what you need and have in order to win the school district race? And I'll tell you, clearly that's not the case. And if you want to look at the bigger picture, we've had two down cycles. What's changed? Well, 
you know, Collin County maybe isn't as red as it once was. I mean, that is a consequence of building thousands of apartments in the big cities. That That is a uh, result of, I don't know, the internal civil war, the internal battle with our elected officials, the constant tension where we can't even agree on the most basic things that we already agree on because we're too busy fighting amongst ourselves. It could be a result of that. Or it could be that people just don't understand the practical applications of finding good, positive people that want to run for office that we agree in the majority of issues with. That you can't take and run a candidate that's outside of the Overton window. You can take a candidate that's on the edge of the Overton window and get them across the finish line and have them push that window over. You can make deals with people to say, hey, look, we're going to help you with this, but you need to help us with this. You can do those things. You can negotiate a positive outcome, a net win, but we don't even do that. We've slid into this notion that it's all or nothing. How's that working for us? So we, we took the same mentality of all of or nothing and we've put it upon an organization whose job is to do certain things and added responsibilities to the organization because apparently individuals that want to be elected officials can't take responsibility for their own campaigns. I mean, I just don't know how a way to put it. And again, may, maybe I'm giving away some secrets here, but not really. I mean, it's not that hard to find this stuff out. It is more or less a public record. And, I, and I'm certain that we've had other people paying us a visit that are reporting this back to, you know, our enemies, for lack of a better word. I look at this unfold and basically we've scapegoated our failures. We We've blamed the lack of growth, the lack of success on other people. And it's convenient to do that. I get it. It's exciting to not have to accept our own failures and not have to accept that we had, you know, a subpar race. And again, I don't say that to be mean. I'm not, I'm not trying to dismiss the efforts of a bunch of people. I'm not supposed to, you know, I'm not looking to, again, pick a fight. I'm just stating the obvious. We underperformed. Now, was it the candidate? Maybe, partially. Was it that we didn't follow through or didn't have a good team around them? Yeah, probably, maybe. Was it that the party didn't give them all the things that they thought they ought to get? Maybe. Was it that we didn't get that special kudos from the state level? Really? I mean, is that, I mean, maybe, but I mean, this is, we're, we've gone from two sure things that directly affect the outcome to two stretches. Now, if it would have been an uber close race, if it would have been by the hair of your chinny chin chin and you want to say, well, if we would have just had this little bit of extra, maybe we would have got it. Okay. I'll grant you that. But that is not going to significantly change for 17 and 2. And then to top it all off, all of the things that we want to do, all the things that are trying to be accomplished require money. We are an organization that has a primary or if not, one of the primary focuses is fundraising, is bringing in money. You cannot get things done without money. So once again, the all or nothing mentality, we don't want your money. 
That's what we told one of our major donors. We don't want your money because we're upset that you do something that we don't like. Now, I know this has got a lot of nuance and there's a lot of information and detail that, quite frankly, I'm not going to bore you with. It's kind of irrelevant at this point. It's not an organization that's working against the party or working against our values. It's not an organization that is looking to undermine us. It's not even an organization organization that's promoting bad things. It's an organization that's providing services to people that need it. Whether we don't, whether we're big fans of those people or not is largely irrelevant. They exist. They're humans. They have needs. This organization has stepped up the plate to provide for those needs. Whether we agree with what they're doing that caused the need for those needs is irrelevant. Now, I know, I know, as a as a good Christian conservative, right, This there's some tension here. I have religious convictions that this is sinful behavior. We shouldn't be celebrating it. We shouldn't be okay with it. But I got to tell you, that ship sailed a long, long time ago. We missed our opportunity to stand and push back on that. We missed our opportunity to make any difference on it. It is what it is at this point. It's not like they're murdering babies. It's not like they're welcoming and protecting illegal aliens. It's not like they're starting wars that aren't justified. And it's not like they're doing things that are abhorrent and objectively evil or let's say bad, maybe not evil, but bad. But, but this is where we're at in the, in the 21st century, we sold ourselves out in the 20th century. And now we're wanting to come back and hamstring our own offense because we didn't like some of that money. It's dirty money. Well, okay, fine. If you want to install a purity test for everything, what percentage of purity is going to meet the threshold? Is it 90? Is it 95? Is it 99? I I don't know what it is. And I don't know that it will ever be enough because somebody's always going to find something. Somebody's always going to disagree with something. Just like we have elected officials that disappoint us quite often. At the end of the day, there still are elected officials. And instead of constantly abusing and attacking them and disparaging them, we ought to be going to them and say, Hey man, you really let us down here. You're supposed to be on our team. What do we need to do to get back on track? How do we need to reapproach this? Now, look, I'm going to be honest. There's five state reps in this County. I have a, what I would call a positive relationship with two of them. Uh, one of them I would say is, well, maybe two, one, maybe two are clearly negative and one is neutral. I don't go my out of my way to pick fights. I, I don't necessarily want to be antagonistic. I call a spade a spade. I, I call things out when they happen. And I, if I'm right, I'm not going to back down. If somebody can prove to me that I've got the information wrong or I misunderstood it, and I get educated to indicate that, well, maybe, yeah, you dropped the ball there. I'll own it. I'll own my mistake and I'll retract it. And I'll even be man enough to call the person and say, Hey, you know what? I got this wrong. I'm sorry. Now they may not take my call or they may not care, but that's fine. But that's just the way I roll. So when I look at this and I trying to look at the big picture here and I see that 
we told people that are willing to give us money to go pound sand, we don't want your money. I got to ask myself, how are we going to replace that? Do we have a plan B? How are we going to accomplish all the goals that we have, especially the new goals that we've added on by the same or largely the same group of people of the expectation of different things that our organization as the Collin County Republican Party ought to be able to provide and get done? How are we going to do that if we just gave away a chunk of our money because we're too good for it? Now, don't get me wrong. I got to be honest. I'm not uber enthusiastic about taking money from an organization that does things or provides services for something that I'm not exactly on board with. But at the end of the day, it is a legal thing to do. And it is, while maybe abhorrent behavior in my eyes, it is legal. I don't like it, but it's legal. And nobody's dying at the end from the action, just so we make sure that we understand this is an abortion. Abortion's never right, legal or not legal. It's always wrong. That being said, that's not what we're dealing with here. And it just seems to me that people that ought to know better, people that ought to be able to see the bigger picture, ought to say, We've gone out and we've attracted these other donors. We have found these other partners that want to come in and work with us and help us make sure that Collin County stays cherry red going in the future. So now we can go to this other group and say, hey, look, we like your money, but we don't have to have it anymore. As a matter of fact, if you want to give the money, we're still going to take it, but we're not going to pretend we're okay with this stuff. I mean, if that's the way you wanted to play it, I could at least respect that. I could understand that. But instead, you decide to do it in the reverse order. This is not a church organization. You can't just say, well, God's going to provide and we're going to have the elders meet on Sunday and they're going to pray about this. And somehow this money is going to magically appear because God's providing. We don't have that option. We are not a church operation. We are a political party. We have multiple people that aren't even Christian. Not that there's anything wrong with that per se, but that sets up a bad dichotomy there. You can have a Christian church that believes in God the Father and Jesus Christ the Son and go to them and say, hey, God, we really need your help here. Provide us some funds so we can get these things taken care of. And that's a reasonable expectation. But if you're an organization that, let's just say, is majority Christian, but yet also has all these other people, and you're clearly not a church, you're clearly not a faith-based organization, individuals can maybe pray for that. But if you're going to do that, that takes a huge step of faith because most of them aren't even willing to do it for their churches. But if we're going to do that here, you probably ought to wait. Or you probably ought to... Wait until there's a sign that, oh, God's got this for us. We're, we're doing God's good work here, so he's going to pr- provide for us. I didn't see any of that. Now, maybe, maybe some of these folks, maybe they got a better relationship with, you know, Father God than I do, and they know something I don't do. And, and again, I know how this sounds. I want to be very careful how I say this. I have my doubts. Now, had they come forward and said, hey, we believe and taking a step of faith here that we're going to turn down this money because we believe it's in conflict with what we're trying to do as we understand our directive from God Almighty 
that these are the things we should be doing and supporting. And we're asking the rest of the community, right, whether you subscribe to our version of this faith or whether you are even a Christian at this point, we're asking you to trust us and we're going to find a way. That would at least be a fair way of presenting it, but we didn't do that at all. No, no. We know best. We're just going to go ahead and kick away this money. We don't need it. It's just going to, well, we don't need it. No, no thought to the consequences. No thought to the other people might say, well, uh, you just told this organization to go pound sand. Why would we want to donate to you? You know, there is a domino effect here. There are people that take that as a sign that, well, you're not welcome here. Again, maybe, maybe they could sell the idea that they're onto the greater good. They know better. I'd be willing to hear them out on that, but that didn't happen either. Nope, nope. And again, it's not exactly the same group. There's a huge overlap here. They came in and said, we didn't get the job done. We require the county party or we require this organization to do all these things because our candidates weren't up to the task. Oh, and by the way, now that we've put all these things on you, the party, now we're going to cut your funding. Now, I'm sorry, but I don't see how that's going to work. Now, if it was a church, right, if, if we were doing this at our church where we're going to take on these extra burdens, if you will, and we're going to give up some donations because we couldn't partner with this other organization any longer, God called us out. I would understand that. And there would be a whole lot of time that we spent on our collective knees praying for deliverance, praying for providence to provide, right? That's plausible. That's appropriate. This is not. This is a political organization. They didn't do any of that. Now, the truth be told, spiritually, my Christian beliefs, I, I agree with their point. I, I think there's some weight to it. But as a practical matter, as a as a political matter, come on, really? Sometimes you have allies that aren't fully aligned with you. Sometimes you have to work with people that maybe you find a little personal distasteful to get the greater good done, to get the bigger op, or you know, get the bigger win. We're not Daniel. We're not David. We're just political people in the 21st century that had, quite frankly, our birthright sold out from underneath us. And we're trying to find our way forward. We're trying to recover and hold what we can. That means sometimes you have to make a deal with the people that are already there. That means you have to get along with some of the existing people. There's been nobody commanded to go and purge the land. But then again, maybe they were, and they just failed to let me know. I don't really know what to say anymore. I try to be the good party guy. I really try to overlook some of this stuff. I I try to stay positive without being pangloss. I, I try to stay motivated without just spinning my feet for no apparent reason. I try to encourage those around me to fight the good fight. I show up every day and fight the good fight. Doggone it, when we do stuff like this, I wonder, 
What are they thinking? But that's where we're at. And if you're experiencing something similar to this and you have answers, I'd love to hear from you. I really would. Uh, I mean, I'm going to continue to fight the good fight. I'm going to, I'm going to try and dig us out of this hole the best way I know how. But if you've got a better idea, I'm all ears. If you know something I don't know and you want to share it with me, I'm all ears. Because I, I got to tell you. We used to have this phrase, you know, not on my uh, watch, not on my ship, not on my Navy. We used it for a number of different things. And I'd like to say, you know, not on my watch, not in my party, not in my Texas. I'd like to say that, but when the very people that I'm working with that ought to know better can't seem to grasp it, it makes it extremely difficult to have that faith. It makes it extremely difficult to wake up the next day and say, let's go to work. Let's go toe the line. It just seems like an unforced error. That's a that's probably the easiest way to explain it. This is just an unforced error. And it's not just one, it's two. One, let's add a bunch of responsibilities onto somebody or something that never had it before because quite frankly, that's not their responsibility. Now they can help, they can, you know, assist, but that shouldn't be wholly their issue. And then when we've put this upon them, we're gonna take out away their resources in order to actually accomplish those things that we put upon them just seems to be working against ourselves. Hey, but you know what? Tomorrow's another day. I'll wake up. It'll be Friday and I'm going to go about my business and I'm going to do what I need to do. And I'm going to look after Texas. I'm going to look after my family. And you know what? I'll do another episode and come see you then. So until that time, I will see you on the other side.